Richard? Did you watch Blood and Honey? Did you watch? I, I haven't. Well, I didn't watch the full trailer yet. Uh, I, I thought you were about to ask me if I saw the trailer for Weird, the Al Yankovic story. Oh no, that that is also very good. But <laughs> because uh, I, I have seen that, I I want them to just start doing a series of Weird Al movies that are just parodies of different genres. Yes, that still star Dan Radcliffe. So I want like John Wick. But it's Weird Al. <laughs> but it's Weird Oh, man. Uh, I want... Oh, what's his face? Robert Eggers? Whoever directed... Yeah. yeah the, who directed, like, The Witch. Yeah. I want him to re-release The Witch, but make Black Phillip at the end be uh, Weird Al Radcliffe. Oh, my God. Yes. I I'm just, down. I think that would be so very good. I am excited for Pooh... Winnie the Pooh blood and honey in like a weird way um, to where like I love terrible movies especially just nonsense horror so like I'm excited for it in the same way I was excited for uh, Willy's Wonderland in that sense of like I know this is gonna not be amazing but like I have to watch it I don't like that Piglet doesn't Piglet have tusks yeah I don't like that. I th- I I, don't, I I think if I have one gripe, it's that Piglet's got tusks. Well, I think because part of it is they're it's supposed to be them. Yeah, and they're, they're feral. Oh, so oh. Like they, they've gone feral after they were abandoned. So so like yeah. <laughs> I mean, it looks legit. Like they they obviously put time into it. It's, like yeah, it looks interesting. That's yeah. If anything, it's it's just gonna it's just gonna be an interesting horror movie. Like oh man, did you see? Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Like, yeah, I, I did. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be something that it's going to be something that we talk about at the very least. Like, it's even yeah. if it's garbage, it's going to be interesting garbage. It's going to be interesting garbage. I mean, I've seen garbage horror movies that I've had fun with, like um, Willy's Wonderland, Willy's Wonderland, Slumber Party Massacre Two. That's just that got. That's just. Did you have you seen that one? I've not. I've not watched those ones yet. I want to watch them a lot. Uh, I've learned. <laughs> After learning more about them, but Summer Party Massacre Two is vastly different. This I watched one that's and the one two. With the guitar, right? uh, yeah, so that's yeah. This two is the with the murderous rockabilly guy with the yeah. guitar drill. He should have teamed up with Bruce Springsteen's little sister f- when she was in a, a Sleepaway Camp Two and Three. Oh, I have not seen this the sequel the Sleepaway Camp sequels. Yeah, that's I've, I've only watched the first one. The, I've watched bits and pieces of the first one. It's good, but I will always be frightened by the end with the the face. The face is what gets me at the end. The whole the movie of Sleepaway Camp one. It's a good time because you just see like perverts getting uh, like child perverts getting killed, and it's great. Yeah. Like you just see like a bunch of pedophiles just, like get shoved into. Adver- like killed in various ways. I'm like, I'm here for this. Also, I'm rooting for this person. In in the first one, one of the guys, it's James Earl Jones's dad. Yeah, is it? Yeah, no, I can't remember. Oh, he, like, wow. he might, he's like the kitchen guy who's not creepy. Oh, oh, that guy. But listen to listen to his voice. Shit. Like, like, yeah, like next time, next time you watch it, listen to his next voice. Time like, I'll, oh, watch yeah. it, I'll, I'll listen closer. Yeah, that's I a mean, that's a huh. Jones. No fucking way. Yeah. That's well, yeah, I'm gonna have to watch it again. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's getting to be it's. Hello everybody, it's September first, the first day of Halloween. It's the first day of Halloween, everybody. September first, everybody knows that. And welcome to your Halloween Central podcast, our Our haunted haunted backyard. backyard. Spooky noises. Spooky noises. It's a skeleton with a gun in his hand. (laughs) And this is the podcast where we talk about country road cryptids, small town spooky, and other local legends. Uh, if we sound weird, uh, it's because we are filming it for the first time. Like, it's not the first time we've used Discord, but it's the first time we, are, we both are not in the same space. I know, it's weird. It's really weird. I miss you. I miss you too. Life happened. Life just happens, and life sucks sometimes. But then... At the end of the day, you still get to record your spooky crypto podcast with your buddy. Yeah. Yeah. And while we might be not be doing a together uh, beer in my backyard, today I am drinking the Mad Tree Legendary Lager, which is named after Emma Grandma Gatewood, 
uh, and according to the back, the men told her to go home, that the Appalachian Trail was no place for a woman her age. So Grandma Gatewood walked from Georgia to Maine three times at ages uh, 67, 69, nice, and 73. She just, she just walked. Yeah. And it's, I guess like I'd have to to look her up, but it sounds like she did it in one go. I know some people who will walk the Appalachian Trail, but they'll do it in sections. Yeah. Um, I want to do that with the Buckeye Trail eventually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because there's a, there's a trail, a walking trail that goes like all, all across Ohio. Like you could like circumnavigate the entirety of Ohio. That's neat. Yeah. That's I'd actually like pretty the, neat. I would like to do the... Uh, at least part of the Appalachian Trail someday. I just have to have the, like the proper equipment and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, part of me yeah. wants to visit Appalachia, but the other part of me doesn't. I think it's mostly ju- it's kind of like any other place. Like, just don't be dumb about it, for lack of a better right. term. Right, just, just don't be dumb. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Because yeah, like, I, I don't know what to believe. Everyone's like, you have the one half people being like, it's Silent Hill, and then the other half being like, it's not that bad. Yeah, I think, then, I think it's mostly just one of those things where it's like, yeah, don't walk on people's property. Be respectful yeah. if you come across people, but you do that anywhere you go. So. Do that anywhere you go. Don't whistle at night, though. Yeah, Don't do that. I I saw a Twitter thing the other day where someone was talking about they're camping in Hawking Hills. Oh. And they were in one of the, the campground campgrounds, but like kind of the furthest removed camping place. And yeah. apparently somebody, they heard at least one person in the forest uh, humming mm. and whistling and they, but they never saw somebody and they, they're like live tweeting. They're like, I hear someone humming. I'm terrified. I am running to the office now. I am terrified. I'm going to sleep in the office. Yeah. Yeah. Just and, do that. And then they're like, oh, uh, Hawking Hills. It's chock full of ghosts. Yeah. Just maybe not follow it. Go the opposite direction. Of yeah. If you hear humming or whistling of woods, I know I would. Yeah, it was it. It was one of those things where I was like, "Oh, this reduces my desire to go out in Docking Hills because I've always wanted to go out and like have a cabin or something like that." Because they also, it's also full of Bigfoots. Is it? Yeah, it's. They do a lot of uh, and they they have at least one Bigfoot convention. Oh, cool. There. Yeah, it'd be it'd be fun to to maybe hit that up next year. I'll have to see when it. I want to say it's spring is when it happens. So I'll have to I'll have to look that up. Oh, okay, neat. What do we so Ian? What are we What are we talking about today? What is the subject of today's episode? So today is kind of two stories. Okay, that are one story at the same time. Okay, um, and to kind of kick off the mood, I will go back into share mode. Okay, and I'm gonna play you some stuff. Okay. Does this does are there any new secret societies that I now have to be aware of? Uh, No, this is a old secret society. Okay, uh, and that it's it is the police. Township, uh, it was a UFO call from for 911. It was so. Uh, the first story that we have is the story of UFO investigator Kenny Young. Okay, he was a UFO investigator, obviously, uh, lived in Cincinnati and that kind of the northern Kentucky region. I think he's actually from Florence, y'all, and he had spent most of his life researching into a variety of UFO phenomena. He passed, sadly, very young 
38 in 2005. Oh, wow. Uh, no. Um, however, the his friends archived his website. Okay. And you can still go to it today. Um, it's kinney.anomalyresponse.com. Mm-hmm. And it is just filled with interesting things and uh, along with some like very touching tributes. Uh, but he, in 1996, started investigating. He heard about a UFO sighting that had happened in 1990, in 1988. Oh, yeah. this is Wow, this site is old. But yeah, yeah, it's very, oh. very Hotmails. Yeah, the it's last, very uh, GeoCity. I think the, the last update on it is 2009. Oh. Uh, there, was, there were some yeah. other people who were posting on it. It's got yeah. so much in there. Dang, nice. It's going to be like, I'm going to dig through it a lot. Um, partially because I was already it. digging through it for this episode. And there's even more that I want to talk about with this story that I just am like, there's, there's too much. And so I was like trying to figure out like, what do I need to include right now versus I want to come back and examine this some more. Yeah. At a future point, because there is just so much to it. Um, but so in 1996, he was researching a UFO sighting from 88 where a Liberty police department officer had reported seeing a, some kind of UFO over a cornfield or something like that. I can't remember all of the, uh, uh, the details of it right off the top of my head, but this was Liberty, Ohio, Liberty township, Ohio, Dayton region. Yeah. And he was like, Oh, this is a, it has something to do with Wright pack. Supposedly the, the Wright Patterson air force base was called in to clean up the, uh, the crash UFO. So he and his research called the operator to try and get the phone number for the Liberty Township 911 dispatch. He calls the oh. number and he says, yes, I'd like to, I'm, I'm doing some research about a supposed UFO sighting that was called into your dispatch uh, a few, a couple of years ago. And the, the person on the other, on the other end said, oh yeah, this is a, that was like 94, I think. And they started going into all these details. And for weeks, Kenny was calling back to this dispatch to go over the details of the sighting until he finally realized, oh, this is the wrong Liberty Township. Oh, because there's like 26 Liberties in Ohio. There are there are too much Liberties in Ohio. There's too much Liberty in Ohio. Dictatorships. <laughs> now. There's too much Liberty. And the, the one that he called was actually... Liberty Township in Trumbull County, Ohio. Trumbull County is the second most northeastern county, which is just south of Ashtabula, which is where I spent a lot of my summers when I was a young person do- working at the uh, the Great Lakes Medieval Festival. Oh, oh, I know of the Great Lakes Medieval Festival. Yeah. Yeah. So I traveled a lot through Trumbull County. It was like the because we'd have to go like north and then very east and then north again. Um, and so, yeah, we'd go through Trumbull all the time. I, at the time, I didn't know it, there was a big UFO incident. The researching the validity of the first account, author placed a phone call to the Liberty Police Department. Neither party realized they were talking about the wrong Liberty. It was completely <laughs> different. However, Kenny realized he had never heard about this incident that had just happened a couple years ago. And so the story about this, of the story is the Trumbull County UFO sighting of December 14th, 1994. Okay, I've never heard of this. Yet yeah, not a lot of people have. It was that's part of the overarching story is the fact that nobody talked about it. And oh. you will be blown away that for that little clip that I played for you was just a about a minute of well over an hour's worth of a 911 dispatch recording about for that this, one incident for this one night. Oh my god. Um, so a, a lot of people, when they have heard about the Trumbull County UFO sighting, it is because of Paranormal Witness, which I, is I love where that show. It is. It was one of the, I think, season one or two. I can't remember which one. It's on Peacock. I had to sign up for a Peacock account, but it's, it was free. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, then I might get it, because if it's free, I'd like to actually watch Paranormal Witness again. Yeah. December 14th, 1994. Uh, I got some of my initial information mostly from the the paranormal witness tv show uh which for those of you who haven't watched it it was kind of a very standard early mid-aughts uh sci-fi original series where they would do 
spooky stories, but also with dramatic recreations. My some of my favorite style of paranormal slash spooky things involved the dramatic reenactment thing. So what one of my favorite moments was because it focuses a lot on police officers. And of course, uh, some of the police officers were hanging out at a an all night donut coffee shop. Of course. Where uh, else do they hang out? But <laughs> the the sign on the, the dramatic recreation shop was a cup of Joe donuts. Because it was obviously <laughs> there was one side that was supposed to say cup of Joe. But then they put another sign over it that said donuts. So cup of donuts. <laughs> cup of Joe nuts. Cup of Joe. Donuts. Uh, it's the cousin of D's balls. D's nuts. D's nuts. Oh, I fail at Joe. <laughs> it's okay. D's balls. J- donuts and D's nuts. Uh, uh, now, if I if I ever open a donut shop, it's gonna be cup of the Joe nuts. Cup of D D D's nuts. Cup of D's nuts. Got him. Uh, so, anyways. The story starts off with Liberty Township Police Dispatcher Roy Ann Rudolph, and she began to receive a series of calls about a light in the sky, blue Mm -hmm. and red, mostly, sometimes green, uh, very low to the ground. Oh, Uh, And that was that clip that I shared with you was one of the first calls she had gotten. Okay, uh, I tried my best. That guy sounded like a Charlie Brown teacher. Yeah, it was it was rough. It was was a rough recording but it's still i could but her being like oh it was low to the ground it was these colors that helped yeah and he was he was talking about how it was moving at the ground like she thought at first it was going to be an airplane that was crashing oh uh, yeah 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 however shortly after that call she got another call Uh-oh. from a mother and daughter who also saw a light however it was just hovering over the ground okay uh, interesting and then a few calls later a local news reporter calls in to the dispatch and asks about a UFO that people are, are calling into the the news outlet about. Huh. And then Roy Ann, she was a, she's a public employee. She said this on a recorded thing. She's like, why would aliens come here? There's no intelligent life and liberty. <laughs> Roy Ann! <laughs> no! <laughs> she know that that is... That is the perfect response. First, yeah. First off, it's one of the things where, like, yeah, that would be the classic. Like, I don't, I don't want to believe it's a UFO. I'm going to make a joke about intelligent yeah. life. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent. But I'm like, you call. First off, this was. The, I, I'm a news reporter now, and I've got a story. This police officer who hates liberty, both the town and the concept. Yeah. <laughs> Tonight at eleven. There's no intelligent life in liberty because all the aliens get together and they're like, okay. Uh, it's like Invader Zim when they were tell. Have you ever seen Invader Zim? Not actually. I was a bad millennial. It's all right. There was uh, the beginning episode. Uh, it's the tallest who are like the head of Zim's race of Zim's race of aliens. Because mm-hmm. all of Zim's uh, alien race is short, except for the tallest, and they are the like rulers of the Urken. They were assigning invaders where to go. Like, you're going to go to this planet. This, And it's like a really good planet. You're going to go to this planet. It's fucking horrible. And then Zim, we really don't like you. Earth is dumb. So go to Earth. And then you go to Liberty. There's nothing there. Moving uh, on. Roy Ann, uh, after insulting the entire town of Liberty. <laughs> we are sorry, Liberty. Realizes that these calls are all coming from the same part of town. Like one, like there's like a single road that they're coming down. And so she calls up Officer Toby Maloro, who's currently chilling at the Cup of Donuts. Cup of Donuts. Uh, with some other officers. She does this on her own cell phone. So we don't have records oh. of them talking about this, which is one of the things that like when I get as I started reading more about this and I got more tinfoily as I went on, I was like, <laughs> why don't you why did you do this? What are we hiding? What's getting covered up? Why did you do it uh, on your cell phone? But yeah, so she calls up Toby and tells him about the reports, says, would you mind just going down and checking out to see, make sure there's like no helicopters or nothing crashed or anything like that. And so Maloro heads down. Uh, Samson Drive was the, the road where the yeah. lights are being reported. And he encounters a man, uh, maybe the man from the original call. We don't really know. Uh, mm-hmm. paranormal witness kind of made it seem like that because he had a dog 
Okay. Okay. And so like when he like they do the, the dramatic recreation of like him calling in about the, the lights and he's got a little dog with him. And then when he goes <laughs> out to see the police officer, dog's still there. Yeah. And the dog's like, holy shit, aliens. <laughs> and so so he encounters this man and the guy is like, yeah, it's it's moved south. It's not here anymore. It's gone further south. During this, Roy Ann has called the local Air Force base, uh-huh. Brook, uh, Brookfield Air Force Station. Yeah. And has said, we've been getting calls about something flying in the sky. Do you know what it is? Is there an airplane on the radar? Do you have something flying out here? And repeatedly, the guy's like, no, I don't even have anything on my radar. Like, Whoa. it's it's far-ish. It's about 60 miles. Yeah, Liberty's about 60 miles east of Brookfield. And yeah. he's like, yeah, it's, I, if there was something out there, I'd have it on my radar. I don't have anything. And we've not sent anything out tonight. So Maloro is driving down the road, and then he sees something. And this is yeah. some stuff that we do have on record. He's calling in on his radio to dispatch, so it's something that we have recording of. But he catches sight of the object and then radios back to Rudolph to tell her that he sees it and he's going to follow it. A short while after following it, car dies. Completely. Oh. Like both electrical and mechanical failure. Shit. He's got no electricity. Car won't even turn over. Like he, like he tries to turn the key, won't even turn over. Like there's nothing's working. Entire time, uh, Roy Ann is calling to him, uh, asking for him to pick up. No response. Toby exits his car and finds himself looking up at an object he describes as being the size of a football field, just hovering above a small wooded lot. And it's making no sound. Weird. Cool. Wild. Football, that's, that's huge. That's the football field is huge. Like at least 50 yards. Yeah, at he least. Didn't specify I don't know. if it was professional or if it was like uh, little guy football. Yeah, but <laughs> football. We only usually hear about them um, be like UFOs being like you know the size of a standard airplanes. We we only hear about them being fucking. That's a mothership. If I ever like saw yeah. one, if I ever heard of one, and like, it's that like, sounds look, like it's checking out this lot. Like, hey, maybe we will buy some real estate <laughs> so we can so we can land our football size flying object yeah yeah so he is standing there watching it and then the object shoots off oh my and the second it does that his car starts back up no fucking shit and he radios back to dispatch so this is another thing that we've got on tape and says yeah. what he and says what he saw and yeah, then he's I like what i saw he's also like uh i'm gonna be off for a little bit because i need so i need some time <laughs> yeah he was he, he went in there not believing like have, he, he thought it was like nonsense it was like jokes or prank calls or something like that and he's like i've got to deal with whatever i just saw my whole worldview has completely changed mm-hmm. like everything i thought i knew is gone i like you need time to process that like a yeah. lot yeah and so, like, yeah, he takes like twelve minutes and just sits there in his car, uh, probably eating some leftover donuts. Or, probably I'm sorry, in, donuts. Yeah, yeah, probably drinking whatever cold coffee he has. He doesn't care. His whole worldview has changed. He I'm doesn't sorry, care. I, if, like, I just thought about a coffee donut where it's like you make a donut but put like ground espresso in it. I'm sure someone's done it. That would be really good. I'll I'm do sure that. someone's done it. I'm gonna make some Jadonuts, listeners. See when 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 you when I pictured a Jadonut, I pictured for some reason a donut coffee cup, like a coffee cup made out of a dough, and there was coffee in it. That's what I. That's, I'll make a Jadonut Jadonut mug. That's I will I'll make a mug for you. It probably I will. I wouldn't recommend drinking out of it, but I will make yeah. it for you to eat. <laughs> I would eat it. I would also try the espresso filled donut. I would try that. That sounds that actually sounds, very good. That sounds so good. I can't wait. I'm, that's all I'm going to talk about now. Sorry. Yeah. This is now a baking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Made thing, my first the, loaf of oh. sourdough with the sourdough starter I've been cultivating for like a month and it nice. didn't rise. It didn't oh, rise. It was so good. It was no. so tasty. And the crust was perfect. Didn't rise. So uh, baby steps. Yeah, yeah. Baby step. <laughs> okay, so what were you about to say before I interrupted him with my yeast? I was about to say that, like, even 
like coming from a believing standpoint, like if I was in that officer's shoes, you and he, you and me both, we believe in UFOs. But even with this much stark belief, I I would feel like I'd have a similar reaction. Mm-hmm. Like I would be oh, like, 100%. yeah, you know what? I need a minute, like a long ass minute, to process the amount of shit that I just saw. Like, yeah, so no, I don't blame him for being like sitting in his car. I would probably sit in my car for like an hour. Being I, would like, be like, I would write in like, I might need to take some personal time. I, I yeah. might need like a couple days off for a year. Yeah, I would, I'd I'd, leave. I'm wondering if I can ask my boss if I could take some time off because I saw a UFO and I just need to process it. I wonder how he'd, resp- how he'd respond. I, w- <laughs> I feel like you could only use that excuse made one maybe two times it's like dog ate my homework uh grandma died i saw a ufo <laughs> yeah <laughs> a friend of mine recently uh had to get shit done at his house and he and he like to where like he was like man i have to go to work but i need to get i really need to get some shit done um and he messages me like an hour before he needs me to do this he's like hey do you want to help me get off out of, get me get out of work i'm like okay, what do I got to do? He's like, just call me at this time and fake something. I don't know, make oh, up yeah. a, make up, make something up. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Like, the president needs you. Yeah, the, the president needs do, 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 do <laughs> fucking Power Rangers. So the object flies off and then car starts back up. Yes. Toby takes a minute for himself. He's got to process his emotions. And yes. almost immediately after that, dispatch starts getting calls from officers all around the county saying, oh. we see this thing. Shit. And they are following it. They are chasing it across the county. One guy gets on top of an abandoned radio tower and reports that he sees. Um, now, this is actually something they didn't include in Paranormal Witness episode. They uh-huh. talk about they, they talk about the guy going up to the top of the tower and they play his part of the part of his recording. Yeah. Where he's like, Oh oh God, I hope that's an airplane. I hope that's an airplane. Um, And and they never revisit it. However, when I was looking back at looking through Kenny Young's reporting, um, this is officer James Baker of the Brookfield PD. He sort of climbs to the top of a radio tower and reports that he sees three objects and they're all in close proximity to each other. And they are changing color in unison, red, yellow, blue, green. Oh man, it's like fucking close encounters. Yeah, which one of my first instincts when I saw they were next to an Air Force base was like, oh, experimental aircraft. Yeah, but then size of a football field, probably not experimental inter- experimental aircraft. Three probably objects not. close together, maybe drones. Maybe I mean, but <sighs> it also yeah, it, it like I would need I would want more from Toby. I want him to describe a little more. Um, yeah. it, could also, it could be three big objects that are so close together that you might not realize it at first. Exactly. Like, the, like that are making it look as big as a football field. Yeah. Cause like, I don't know in the nineties, early nineties like that, we didn't really have drones. Maybe they were experimenting with drones. Like that would, be, that would be my, if I was to say it was drones, my guess would be, yes, it, it would, it was experimental air force uh, drones. I would the, believe it. The stuff that the air force like has now, They've had for a while. It was just experimental and we didn't know about it. Yeah, exactly. So, it was like, we've had drones probably since like the early nineties and we just didn't know about it yeah, until so, now. So there's a part of me that says, yes, maybe drones, but I would need a little bit more description because if there are three big objects in close proximity, probably not a drone. Probably not. If they are that close to make, to make it look like it's as large as a football field, drones cannot fly that close to each other. Like no matter what they are. There's so much weirdness about this story. Yeah. Um, so the Air Force base throughout the evening continues to deny that any planes or, exper- or experimental aircrafts were flying. I'd expect them to say there was no experimental aircraft because it's experimental. They don't want people to right. know about it. That, that's Which, that's a, yeah, exactly. Like why I feel like they're not going to tell me if they're flying their new their new ship, their new space toy. So this brings us back to the beginning of our story with Kenny Young and Kenny Young realizing he had never heard about this story because nobody ever reported it right and remember earlier i said that there was a news reporter who called into the dispatch it was never reported on the news oh kenny is actually able to identify the reporter calls her and asks her why she didn't report on it she says that she was off for the next two days 
and nobody else picked it up. Mm, little too convenient. Seems like bullshit. Seems like seems like bullshit to me. I guess like, maybe there is no intelligent mm, life and liberty, and it's you, reporter, yeah. for thinking we believe that. Mm, yeah. Mm-mm. I don't like that. A little too convenient. A little too fishy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No one. So, are you, like you're trying to tell me that nobody picked up like what could be a quick, easy piece for news. Right. Just like, or like you come back after a weekend and you're like, yeah, did everybody see that UFO? Weird shit. Have a donut. Yeah. Have a donut. Come on. Like you're telling me that no one was like, Oh, we should probably talk about, I don't know a lot about the news business. I don't know a lot about. I'm not a newsologist. I'm not a newsologist. I'm not an anchor. I'm not even a buoy. You're my emotional uh, anchor. Yeah, oh, thanks. You too. <laughs> so I don't really know how the news works, except for stuff that I watch and like or read about in like Superman or Spider-Man or when the they documentary do Anchorman. Yeah, or or the documentary of Anchorman. I feel like if you had a juicy story, whether it is true or not, I feel like a UFO story is pretty easy ish for if you especially if you don't believe in it it's pretty easy ish especially in trumbull county like there's not a lot going on there no there's not a lot going on there a cat gets stuck in a tree that's it so after realizing he had never heard of the story this leads into a at that time two-year investigation into the events around the this story um, which includes figuring out when when it happened because nobody would tell him when it happened yeah again go like that he at first thought that it was might have been in September of 94, which mm-hmm. would have coincided with an, a, an airplane crashing in Pennsylvania, not too far from Trumbull County. And he's like, oh, maybe it was just the airplane crashing. But then so he's reporting on it on his website. Yeah. And somehow another employee of the Trumbull County 911 dispatch sees his website and starts doing some digging of their own. Calls Kenny uh-huh. and says, I've got something for you. I've got the tapes. Oh, he, the, this person leaks the tapes to Kenny because Kenny was also filing like FOIA requests. Yeah, yeah, to get yeah, a yeah. And was getting stonewalled the entire time. Ah, uh, of course. So this person leaks the tapes to Kenny, and that's where Kenny starts getting so much more information, including the day that it happened, which was December fourteenth, nineteen ninety four. Three months after he when he originally thought it happened oh okay so not too far off but no airplane no no, no crash no none yeah because he thought it coincided with that yeah and that's yeah that, and, it, and it seemed like that was kind of what the other people he was talking to they're like oh yeah that was september there was an airplane crash no there wasn't another way too fucking convenient he's able to identify some of the officers including toby um and goes and uh, interviews Toby, um, and according to Toby, uh, NASA had originally offered uh, the dispatch office officers that the, the notion that it was the planet Mercury that everyone was seeing that close as a football field. Like, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah no, come on, NASA. I usually root for you. Well, same. And also, there is no intelligent life and liberty if you believe that it was Mercury. <laughs> Go have a donut. <laughs> <laughs> Go have a donut. So, some further information that I was able to, that that I was able to get from Kenny's website was we've um, a little bit more about the base. Okay. Um, so, the tower of the base, the FAA tower, is um, part of the same facility where the Youngstown Air Base is headquartered. During the pursuit of the UFO, a police officer actually traveled to the air base and confronted the security card at the facility. According to uh, information conveyed on audio tape from the incident. The security guard at the airbase also could not identify the UFO. Oh, so a police officer, after hearing from Roy Ann back at dispatch that the airbase is like, yeah, they don't see anything. Another a police officer drives out there and says, what the fuck? You don't see anything. Yeah. It's like, you guys don't see this. It's like, oh, well, not on our radars. I thought, I swear to God, I thought you said he was going to confront the UFO and like shoot it. Mm-hmm. Like um, officer confronts UFO, officer okay. yells at UFO. UFO. <laughs> officer you yells at UFO. <laughs> and earlier, I mentioned that there was basically a chase, like all these police cars chasing the UFO. Yes. Uh, more information that was not included in the paranormal witness, which is now I'm like, oh, limited hangout much 
is that some disinformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. There are more UFOs being spotted by other police officers in Trumbull County that night. The same uh, night as this one. Mm-hmm. Quote one officer into his radio. We have two now. I think you'll know what I mean. Oh, man. And then this- the police as the more objects are suddenly observed. The police officer at the Air Force reports. We have a bright light over the airbase. Oh, whoa. It, it coincides with like the fact that not it, it still like when one thing happens with like when it comes to UFOs, like a bunch of things happen. Yeah. Like and it so just it was they yeah. were everywhere that night. It oh, wasn't my. just this one isolated incident and it did show up over the airbase. And and part of like going back to maybe it was experimental. There was a Hubbard police officer who spoke to Kenny Young saying what most people don't realize is that this airbase out here is one of the best kept secrets in the whole damnable county. Oh, another. Yeah. So that's another point to the experimental aircraft theory. Yeah. And he says, yeah. don't kid yourself. You wouldn't believe the hardware. Huh? Um, so yeah, maybe it was experimental. I wouldn't, I would have to do some research to see what they might've been testing, but at the same time, it's everywhere. Yeah. Which like, so, okay. Maybe a bunch of drones they sent up. Uh, maybe but you would also think at the same time, if they started getting reports from the police, they would probably like, okay, everybody come back in. Like, Let's yeah, not be would, out there. They would say something like, hey, God, they would like tell one God and say like, hey, tell your guys that to stop calling in these things. It's just this. We can't mm-hmm. tell you what it is, but it is us. Yeah. Like, so like you would think that they, they would do that. But yeah. no, they have yeah. just all these guys going out and being like, I see something. God, I was four uh, years old. I'm just that, watching Power that? Rangers, not knowing there's fucking UFOs like like two not, hours not away. Even, Two hours away from me. Yeah. God. So, um, this is so in my notes, this is where I, I talk a little bit more about the repeated efforts to get the specific date of the incident. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Until the person leaked the, the information. And this is kind of where Kenny starts thinking there was m- so much more to the story than he is realizing. Um, he gets a statement from one officer unnamed um, who says, uh, quote, they are stonewalling you because they don't want you requesting the audio copies of those dis- of those dispatch tapes. Uh, stated one officer in 1996 who advised that this writer sought the audio recordings made from the 911 dispatch center. On those tapes, it'll tell you all who was involved in this, which implicates just about everyone. Oh man, dude, Kenny's digging too deep. Yeah, because I was I was thinking like as you're telling this story and he's like and he's getting into in like into deep. I'm like, if the Men in Black fucking show up in this story, I'm going to shit. I've not heard anything about the Men in Black yet like there this might just be, i i want to come back to this mm, after i do some more research yeah this just it's it it seems like something that the men in black would sniff out if people believe if you if you subscribe to the theory that the men in black are in fact a, a thing that is connected to ufos mm-hmm. uh because they show up a lot and they're their own thing they're their own complete uh, anomaly that could be a UFO thing, could not be a UFO thing, could be just a general high strangeness factor. Like, they're their own complete thing that unfortunately have nothing to do with Tommy Lee Jones or Will Smith. So my favorite depiction of the Men in Black, partially because it goes to the weirdness that's involved with the Men in Black and how when they usually show up, it's weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, X-Files, season three. Jose Ch- Jose Chung's From Outer Space is the title of the episode. I have not got to that X-Files episode yet. Uh, it's great. These men in black keep showing up to the various people involved. And it's uh, Jesse the Body Ventura and uh, <laughs> Alex Trebek. It, that's a weird team up. And the entire like the entire time, everyone's like, Alex Trebek? And they'll like be like, he looked like Alex Trebek. Uh, you got that one to- nerd that's like, you guys didn't see that was Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> they actually wanted Johnny Cash for one of the Men in Black, but they weren't able to get him. That okay? That would have been neat. Uh, I would have. That would. It would have made it. It's one of my favorite episodes, anyways. But it would have made it definitely my favorite. That would have been uh, neat because he's the Man in Black. That would have been neat. That so, would have been neat. Uh, continuing in the Men in Black vein, so this officer that Kenny's talking to. Part of my like my gut says it's Toby. I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, 
but he seemed so strongly affected by it. And he seemed like he had a hard time afterwards. Like he was getting uh, oh, mocked no. by some of the other, other officers for the UFO incident. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that's a lot. That's a reason that a lot of like the strangeness, the high strangeness that goes on in the police department, a lot of it doesn't get reported because of ridicule, because of fear yeah. of ridicule. Which also makes me think like, is this like a thing? Do you get, do you get told by your higher ups? If this person starts talking about Bigfoot, haze them. Yeah. It reminds me of, have you ever seen another, like listen to a podcast called the Magnus archives? A little bit of it. Uh, there is a, there's a part where uh, like the police officers of like the area of England get involved and they talk about getting a section 13 mm-hmm. and it's basically like, if you witness a strange event, you have to sign a, like a, a piece of paper, a waiver. And it's uh, from section 13 and it's to like basically debrief you on, Hey, you just saw this thing. We can't explain it. You can't explain it. You're not allowed to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But people know that you get those in that in that precinct. They know when you get sectioned is what they would call it. And it's it gets me thinking like with with I'm like, hmm, is there some truth to like if you see something strange as a law as a law enforcement uh, is that something is that a similar thing that would happen to you? Like, would you get like blackballed or sectioned because like, oh, Officer Todd saw a UFO. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, or I, they would, saw I would 100% believe that. Um, yeah, same. I would also believe this, it. This officer is really trying to help Kenny. He, this is back when Kenny still didn't know what the date of the event was. Officer tried to figure it out. So maybe it wasn't Toby. Maybe not. Yeah, Toby, Toby would have been straightforward. So, my, so it probably isn't Toby. Officer attempted to locate the date himself and expressed that his cohorts at the Trumbull County Dispatch Office did not respond favorably when he began making inquiries. Mm, uh, makes let sense. Me, uh, quote, let me get right to the point. All indications leads me to believe that the 911 center is stonewalling you. Uh, I made an attempt to get some information and ran into a very polite, I can't remember, I don't recall. Uh, however, he also said, I've been around long enough to know when someone is pissing down my neck and telling me it's raining. <laughs> it seems like the guy For who's you. telling Kenny this is genuinely wanting to get to the bottom of yeah. this just as bad as Kenny did. So maybe it was the person who ended up leaking the tapes to Kenny. Maybe it would, would be my next guess. Um, yeah. So, yeah, the big breakthrough was the getting the tapes. It was once thought that the time frame of the Trumbull County incident was somewhere in late August or early September, um, as per comments from an officer who was interviewed. The officer, who was not a witness to the event happening on December 14th, equated the UFO sighting with the fatal crash of a jetliner near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where a UFO sighting had been re- reported in the vicinity of the calamity one day before the disaster. Oh. oh, so that didn't even click with me was the fact that there was another UFO incident in the before- area. Before the plane, before the the plane crash. Oh, no. So that might be another one we have to look into. uh, Pennsylvania, but it's right next door. Yeah. Oh, my God. So May of 1988. Okay. So this is two years after he begins the investigation. Yeah. Is when one of the telecommunicators of the Trumbull County 911 dispatch, acting strictly as a private citizen, leaked the the tapes to Kenny. Yeah. Okay. In um, duplicating the in- information on the audio, so he had never heard the tapes. Before. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, and the officer, the, the dispatch officer, had never heard them. Oh. Uh, but he was able to figure out when it happened. Got the tapes on December from the de- December fourteenth, nineteen ninety four, and is duplicating the audio. And he's blown away. He says the d- event is totally unreal. Like having his mind melted. Um, Shit. And this coincides with the fact that there had been no news coverage of the event. Yeah. Again, how? Yeah. So that's kind of the end of my initial investigation because I could have kept going. Yeah. Uh, and there's more to listen to. There's the, the tapes are available on YouTube. I will post them. I'll post the uh, the, the video with the episode. Uh, he also went on Art Bell, Coast to Coast AM. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. It, yeah. It took me some time to hunt down the episode, but I was able to find an archive that had the episode for free. Uh, Kenny wrote a book, UFO Frontier is the name okay. of the book, uh, which I'm going to see uh, if I can get a hold of. It. I don't know if it covers Trumbull, but it's got like you. It's got like Roswell, the 97 Phoenix Lights. Yeah. A um, couple other things. Uh, and also that Trumbull County was also featured heavily in 
Confirmation, mm. which was a 1999 uh, NBC special about uh, UFOs and UFO researchers. Oh, man, it I was, missed it. It was basically a massive uh, disinformation campaign. Oh. Uh, I think that was when there was the somebody also said that it might have been a star or uh, Mercury. Because, yeah, there was Mercury. There was a star. Probably a sat- probably a satellite or a weather balloon, if I'm yeah, checking off all the boxes. Swamp grass. Yeah, sw- yeah, swamp gas. Yeah. But yeah, so there's I that is also I can link that to confirmation is also on uh, YouTube. OK, uh, but yeah, there's like the like the information started getting out there, but it's still like the fact that it was an entire police, like the entire county police that just did it. And that all that all reported the same thing and basically the same thing. And nothing was up. Nothing came of it. Like no news coverage, not even like a blip on the radar of the Air Force base or of the public. One of the other things that I forgot to mention, because it was one of the things that they didn't talk about in Paranormal Witness all that much, was the fact that there was a parachute like appendage that was coming out of it that was spied through the binoculars. Huh. There, Yeah, there's just so much. So much going on with this. I love this, yeah. though. But yeah, like that's I just went through like the first little bit. He's got enti- on the website. has got an entire section of the Trumbull County where he calls the Trumbull County disturbance. Yeah. I went through just the first couple of articles. There is so much. He also put the, his FOIA replies for when he uh, filed FOIA requ- requests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah he, put, he put the replies on there on the website. <laughs> that's so, actually kind of cool. Yeah, it's there's so much information. Um, there's one where he tries to cover uh the base like oh was this a a low-flying helicopter because in yeah. part of it in the the 911 tapes the base suggests oh maybe it was a, a hospital helicopter yeah and so kenny calls the hospital uh-huh. so, See, there you go i will i i'm 100 coming back to this one yeah we got to come back to this and there's so much information even more uh, even information on other stuff yeah but yeah so that is a taste the trumbull county ufo disturbance and also others to come from just this information this uh wow no that's interesting as hell i need to look into more i keep i have my blinders on like accidentally when it comes to like uh what i want to cover like what i think to look up for this show i need to make sure i broaden it to ufos because i all like because usually it's just i'm just like blinders on cryptids and ghosts so Mm -hmm. i'm like i need to broaden i need to make sure i broaden my spectrum to ufo Especially one of those things, it's one of those things where when we talk about, like, every now and then we'll be like, oh, yeah, we're kind of winding down on Ohio. There's, there, of course, there's more stories, but how many of them are going to be, like, big enough for an episode or even just, like, to be, like, the, the ghost stories episode that we did. Yeah. Um, and then you remember that we're also, like, we're up there for dogmen. We're also up there for UFOs. Yeah. Every time I tell someone we have a werewolf problem, they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's, we have a dogman problem, kind of, but look it up. We got like, like I'm like, we talk, yeah, we get too many. I'm like, we talk about it on our show. And then I shamelessly promote the show. <laughs> um, follow us on our various social media outlets. Yeah, uh, we're now on YouTube. Yes, we are. So we, it's not too much. It's just the audio with uh, with the the art. I've also finally updated the, the show art to be Yay. the the beautiful drawing by is by. A- Isabella Alford, my fiance's uh, younger sister. Thank you, Isabella. Yes. It's very great. We've gotten compliments on it already. We have. People love it. We're, I, like we're our, on... I like the happy ghosts. Mm-hmm. We love that. And you look very. You've got the. You've got the flashlight. I've got the the marshmallow. Right. You've got the marshmallows. Yeah, you yeah. got the marshmallow on the stick. I look very metal about my marshmallow. I'm just like. <gasps> Yeah, oh God, <laughs> you and, and like you look very uh, intense about your marshmallow in the in the, in the drawing. Uh, but yeah, so we're on YouTube, so you yep. can, so you can follow us on there. We might eventually be posting uh, more actual videos on there yes. if we get to, when we get a chance to go out and do some investigations. Uh, yep. If we can set it up so that we can video record the podcast, we'll probably start doing that. We're uh, also on Facebook. Is- we are also on Facebook. We're mm-hmm. on every social media except Snapchat. And uh, Zanga. That's a social media? I think so. What is like, Zanga? It was, it was like pre-MySpace. 
Oh, we're not on MySpace. Yeah, we're not on MySpace. We're not on LiveJournal. We're not on LiveJournal. We're not on on GeoCities. Um, Yeah, we keep talking about Reddit, but... I have no idea how Reddit works. So I I know how it works. I just that takes that, that's for, fair. <laughs> yeah, because it is it is fair season for yeah. me. So my weekends are very. I don't have a day off anymore. Um, uh, so come out to the Ohio Renaissance Festival. So come out to the Ohio Renaissance Festival and if you're listening to, to Eric this. and tell him about your ghosts. If you do it, I'll be in character. I'll be a pirate. Uh, but. There's a lot of ghost pirates. Or explain uh, to the, the Renaissance man about UFOs. Or explain Blow to me about mind. UFOs. I will, yeah, because I'll be in character, so I won't technically know what they are, but I will still love a shout out of like, hey, I love your podcast. Thanks. And I'll I won't know what that is, but I'll but I'll I won't say it out loud, but like in my brain, like in my inner thoughts, I'll be like thank you so much. I love you. But, out, but if I, but outside, I'll probably just be like, I don't know what that is, but in my heart, know that I'm thanking you. You see me, I'll be day drinking. Yes. Cause I don't work there anymore. No, I can drink whenever I want. So come up to a drunken Ian and tell him ghost stories. He'll believe you. Yes, he will. Um, but yeah, come up to the Ohio Renaissance Festival if you can. Uh, come to the Royal Feast. Shameless self-promotion. I'm also in that because I'm an improv. Send, send us, us emails with your stories. Yeah, send us emails. Especially if, uh, like, I'm not the, I, I will go on record as I am not the biggest fan of law enforcement or police officers, like, at all. But if you are one of those things, and you and that didn't turn you off, me just saying that, didn't turn you off and make you angry at me. I'll send us an email. You don't. It can be completely anonymous about something that you saw. We we'll read it. Still, you don't have to tell me you're a cop, mm-hmm. unless we <laughs> ask you. And unless you we ask to. you. Unless we ask you, then you legally have to tell me if you're a cop. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, until next time, everyone. Until next time. Thank you again for listening. Thank you, guys. Stay spooky and stay nice. Bye bye. <laughs>